Welcome to Move Talk episode 16. Uh, thank you to everyone who listened to the last episode or watched the last episode. Hopefully my face didn't put you off too much um, now that we're doing video and audio. Um, thank you to everyone. Honestly, your support is massively appreciated. I, I really appreciate um, all the views, all the subscribers, everything. You guys are amazing. Um, keen eyes might have noticed on the last one that we've got a sponsor. Um, kindly, Boss Rat have jumped on and sponsored the podcast. Um, I got I get my rodents from Boss Rat, um, and I've ordered ASFs, rats, mice. I've tried them all, um, and uh, the quality is amazing. The level of surface is amazing. So if you haven't tried Boss Rat, go over, order some rodents, give it them a try. They're they're really great, uh, great guys over there. Great company, great level of service. Um, so this week we've got Gavin from Balls to You on for a part two. Um, people, anybody who's listened, I had him on for the very first episode. Uh, I was really, really nervous, um, and I asked him about new jeans projects that he doesn't really work with. So I thought it was only fair to have him on for a part two and actually talk about his projects, what he's working with, what he's breeding this year, how his season's going um and you know what he's looking to do in the future and and everything like that and it's a really good one um i do apologize gavin's wi-fi was a little bit sketchy uh when we recorded this but it's 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 okay otherwise i wouldn't have released it you know it's um sometimes is like the picture is a bit but um but yeah okay so let's get into the episode okay so last time we talked about other projects that you weren't in so this yep. time we'll talk about projects you are in so we'll kick off with your season so how many pairings you got going this season so i'm not really counting how many i'm doing this season it's more of selective breeding if that makes yeah. sense gary yeah so what i'm doing i'm just doing what i want uh, as opposed to having backup females um if let's say if the mom doesn't go you know i've got the daughter i'm sort of just going right okay I, I, i'm not going to take you, you know sort of like a two females to to the show let's say i'm just going to do one and if she goes she goes if she doesn't she doesn't um and i've done exactly the same with the males this season instead of wasting oh well not wasting no that's wrong instead of using a backup male which is what i would always do and I, what i always talk about backup males this season i've only used the selective males i wanted to use and if they've gone, they've gone. If they haven't, they haven't. And so this season has started off real up and down. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not going to lie, I've had two clutches of full slugs. That's because the males were uh, firing blanks. Hence why I've done a video for Patreon to release tomorrow, sorry, Wednesday, um, about breeder males, you know, telling the difference between a, a viable male and a, a non-viable male, if that makes sense. So uh, just to help, obviously help people out understand, just because a male's up to size and locking doesn't mean he's firing with, on all cylinders, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so it is what it is. Um, it looks like we're on point for some um, pied clowns or clown pieds, ultramale clowns, ultramale pieds, um, exantic DGs, and some bang clowns. Fingers crossed. Nice. Yeah. I was, so, gonna, I was going to ask you, actually, do you, you, you haven't got an ultramel clown at the moment, have you? No, no. I've got ultramel pies. I've got um, 
so I had two double head. Uh, I had 1.1 double head, which I paired last season. The female gave me seven slugs because, again, the male was firing blanks. I didn't have a backup male for that project. So this season, coming into this season, I made sure I brought a backup male. So, but as it turned out, the backup male was a pastel leopard double head proven breeder, which came from Sam over in um, Europe. Uh, and he was his main breeder that produced the ultramal clowns, the leopard pastel ultramal clowns as well for him. Um, so this breeder, I wouldn't say he's the backup male, he's, he's took first place. He's like Lewis Hamilton, if you like, instead of being um, Valtteri Batos. So, so yeah, so he's took first seat and he's gone to the female and uh, she was the only female that I checked with the ultrasound regarding how many eggs, because normally I don't like to check. I just check, see the size and then off we go. But she's got about six eggs in her. So I'll take six eggs over seven slugs any day. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we've got that going through. Hopefully we get an ultra male clown in there. I'll take two. I'm not going to be greedy. Um, a male and a female, please. Um, but, yeah, so we're on point for that. Um I'm hoping for some, this is my last, I'm hoping for some DG Exantics. If I don't hit any this season, I'm going to sell the project and then I'm just going to go out and buy one because I need a DG Exantic for my next stage of the project. So it's important that I hit on that. If not, I should just have to sell the project and then just go out and buy one. Um, so yeah, yeah, and hopefully some bang combos and bang clowns. So fingers crossed for that one. Well, you brought up the bang early, so we may as well cover it. <laughs> so well, you know, I know, I know. The last time I was on, we were talking about. Well, we were kind of talking. I couldn't talk about it really. No, I couldn't, couldn't name uh, it. Yeah. This time we can talk about it. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really excited to be in the project. Um, the Bang Heck Clown male, he's currently locked to, he, he's been locking to a Leopard Clown. She's about to lay any day now, so we could get Leopard Bang Clowns. Yeah. I'll just take a Bang Clown. And he's actually locked at the moment to a Spot Nose Red Stripe Yellow Belly Heck Clown, which is part of the Pompeii uh, project that I got from Justin. Uh, again, it's head to head, you know, I'm throwing caution at the wind. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just looking forward to producing some bang combos yeah. from that one. I'm not necessarily looking for a clown combo, but it'd be fantastic to see like, a, I'm not going to lie, a bang, yellow belly, red stripe, spot nose clown, you know, that'd just be, dude, you'll definitely see me do the happy dance, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I know this. So why, why did the... Uh, why did the name change? So first and foremost, um, Sterling Nelson, the founder of the project, he had the mail come in from a shipment um, that got passed on to him. And um, it didn't really, it was called something like the, the, uh, the thing or something, or, or they, it was called something anyway. And, and then Sterling uh, called it, the orange bang. Now, if anything, um, it is orange, but it's kind of a more of a yellow orange than a than a vibrant orange. Yeah. Like, um, and for me, I didn't. It's like 
it's a bit like the nanny gene, you know, certain projects out there could have better names. And for me, you know, I felt that the orange bang was too close to orange dream. We'll just address yeah. the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because because the animal resembled orange dream, but just on a higher level, it was, yeah, it was, it was one of them. And, you know, I'm all about marketing and I spoke to Sterling and, you know, at the end of the day, I respect Sterling. It was his project. He, he wanted to keep it orange bang, but I think in the end, he did just go obviously with a bang and that works, you know, um, we did come up with some other names, um, but yeah, he just wanted to keep it bang. So, you know, the bang project is what it is. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to hopefully, um getting people excited this season about the bang project here especially here in the uk because the bang is really flying under the radar when i was over in texas at the arlington show i was speaking to a few breeders over there and everyone was interested in it they were like you know but it was kind of like they was waiting you know to see something and you know sterling has produced some amazing combos with this project uh and, and one that comes to mind is the Cypress Bang. And the Cypress Bang, when I saw that, how clean and vibrant it was, it was it was like a done deal, you know? And then I saw the Bang Clown, and the Bang Clown looked completely different to an OD Clown. Now, bear in mind, I've produced OD Clowns. So I know the difference between an OD Clown and a Bang Clown. And the Super was just on another level, you know? It was just like, what the hell? So for me, the Bang project has got so much potential. Um, and the when you've got an orange dream, when anyone's come to the HQ, I've showed them the difference between an orange dream, a high intensity, and a bang. And there's a difference. You can see it's night and day. So, um, yeah, very interested to see what we can do. Um, I'm excited for the project. I'm trying not to get my hopes too high. Um, because there's always ups and you know ups and downs, and you know I don't really want to count put all my eggs in one basket. But you know, uh, either way, whether it be this season or next season, we'll definitely have some bang combos on the ground, and we will uh, hopefully. I don't think this season it's going to happen, but I was hoping to try and get some. Um, either bang pied combos on the ground or at least um, bang het clown, uh, het pied combos on the ground. But we'll see. It's kind of, at the minute, we haven't had a true cold winter season, if that makes sense. It's like it's been real. Yeah. Yeah, it's hit and miss. Like today, it's been really warm and then we've had thunderstorms. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's just been weird, man. So, who knows? So, we'll just keep doing what we've got to do keep feeding, keep breeding, repeating, keep going through the, the motions as we do. Yeah, it's 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 a weird year, otherwise. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been I mean, it's been a real odd one. Um, yeah, most people are hatching stuff by now, and at the moment, people are only just starting to hatch stuff. You know, my, yeah. my first clutch is the end of this year. Uh, the end of this week, uh, the end of this month, sorry, which is due to hatch. Um, but yeah, just it, it's weird, Gary, because you know, normally I'm counting down the weeks for cutting, 
the eggs and seeing what we're popping out. But this season, I've just been so in, 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 engulfed with still breeding. The, the process of breeding is yeah. still going on. Yeah. But today, I was ultrasounding. Today, I was doing some, taking down some notes and some data. So we're still thick in the, to me, we're still thick in the, in the midst of breeding at the minute, which is quite late, really. Yeah, I'm I'm even thinking I might have to delay my start for next season because this yeah. season's been yeah. sort of drawn out. So yeah. And I've I've got to rest some of these males before I start breeding them again, you know, because it's you you don't otherwise they're gonna go literally stop and just carry on for the, the next season. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's crazy because some of the hatchlings that are hatched out obviously last season like the uh, pastel gene X clown pied male is 850 grams. Is he really? He's 850 grams. Yeah. And, and dude, no word of a lie. He didn't even look 850 grams. I put him on the scales when I did the, uh, um, the, the video for Patreon about breeding males and yeah. showing the difference between hemipenes and sperm development and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, I was, I was like, wow, bloody hell, you know what I mean? So obviously I'm not going to breed him this season. I'm just going to keep getting some good muscle tone on him, getting his body condition really well. Um, my exantic clone male is 750 grams. I'm like, what the, you know what I mean? Um, my um, my Genex clone female, Hepoid, she's like close to 1,000 grams. Um, blackhead, Hep clown combo female 1100 grams and i'm like what the hell like you you forget so quickly you know so yeah it's going to be it's going to be a good few years moving forward you know yeah i think it's one of those things as well you get so used to breeding females you look at those and then when you look at your grow-ons they, they look so small you just don't think they're anywhere near yeah, <laughs> yeah that that's the other thing is like you know like you said you get used to seeing females at 2k yeah 2,000 grams and, you know, that you've probably bred them the year before, so you know they're proven breeders. And then you forget that how, how small they can actually breed. And when I say small, it's because you're used to looking at bigger, older females. Yeah. You forget that, wow, actually, these are right on point. You know? yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's bizarre, mate. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. So that, um, so the, the Pastel Gene X Clown Pied, you also hatched out the GeneX clown last year as well, didn't you? Yeah, I, I hit the um, the GeneX clown pied female, and also the GeneX clown het pied. I hit three of them. I sold one, kept two. Um, again, GeneX clowns het pied. You know, so it's, it's nice to see the GeneX getting into clown. Yeah. Um, looking at some of what Justin's done this this year. Um, I've spotted GeneX in some of his clown pod projects as well. So okay. uh, may, I, I don't think Justin realised, but there is GeneX in his clown pod stuff as well, which is really exciting because I helped someone pick out a GeneX um, pied head clown. So he's like well excited about that sort of a thing. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but that's what I was going to say to you, because when you showed yours, I, I didn't think Justin had made one. I was like, considering that he started the GeneX, that, I, mm. I haven't seen him hit one, so I was surprised that you hit one before him. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's really weird because the Gene X 
Um, like, I, I like to look at traits. I like to look at, you know, you know, and this is why I re-engineered, like I picked up a pastel gene X pied that was from Justin. And I straight away put that into my pastel clem. Now I kept back just, I kept back three females, which were gene X double heads. And you could see straight away the difference between a gene X and a normal. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really loved about it because I was able then to hold a gene X in my hand and show people the difference, you know, and go, this is a gene X. Yeah. And over the years, as I've produced gene X pies and gene X, so I've got, I've got banana gene X, mm-hmm. pet pied, female, she's breeding. I've got, um, I produced a banana gene X pied male, which went to Kieran over at uh, KJD. Um, and over the years, I've produced just pieds and gene X pieds. And so without putting loads of genes on top, we've been able to identify, or I've been able to identify the markers. And um, I picked one out from Justin that I brought. It was um, an Enchi Firefly Yellow Belly uh, Post Gene X Pied Male. Right. Um, which I brought for the bang project because my super bang female, she's posset pied. So, of course, I, I wanted all those genes without the orange dream. So I wanted them to put into the bang. So in post gene X, um, I was able to see that the, um, the, 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 the pied he was offering did have gene X. It had got the markers. So again, we've got all those genes that we can put into the bang project. Uh, and again, it's just looking at the markers, seeing what it does, showing people. And I think sometimes we can get hooked on trying to make a massive combo and forget about, and then, and then when we come to it, it's like, they go, oh, I don't know if it's got it. Yeah. I'm unsure. And that's when I was able to look at the clown, for example, when I first hatched the first Gene X clown, dude, it was it was it was night and day from normal clowns, you know. Again, because I've hatched normal clowns, yeah. And again, as it's grown, the colours are phenomenal, and it, of course, it's got that X on its head. So, you know, it's good to reverse engineer stuff. Sometimes it may take you a long time to get to where you want it to get to, but at least you know what you're working with. And, and I think just in this year, I don't know about the last couple of years, but definitely this year, Justin hit a, um, he hit a yellow belly um, clown pied. I think it was on one of his videos and he was unsure whether it was a yellow belly or um, an asphalt clown pied. Um, and I had someone reach out to me and say, Gab, do you think this is yellow belly or do you think it's asphalt? And I said, it's yellow belly, but it's not just yellow belly, it's gene X. And then the penny dropped and they could see the gene X when I showed them in the markers. So it was like, oh, oh, okay. So Justin showed it on his video. He was like, I'm unsure, you know, it it doesn't look like a yellow belly, Mm -hmm. but I can't guarantee it's not a yellow belly. And and when you actually look at the animal, it's really vibrant. Um, And because obviously being a clown pied as well it's throwing different sort of factors 
uh, I, I would 100% um, bet my collection it was a Gene X clown, a Gene X yellow belly clown pod, which is fantastic for Justin, you know, for him to hit something like that. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you got mahogany? Yes. In clown? No. What, in pied. In pied. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask. Why? I was just going to ask you what your your thoughts were after obviously now we've proven that it's not the same as Stranger and you sure about that? <laughs> so let let me let me put it to you like this: in this industry, we like for example, you've got confusion. Yeah, I've got acid. Yeah. And we've both said that your confusion looks very much like an acid. Yeah. And we, yeah. You, you, you know where I'm going with this. So, so in this hobby, what we can have, which has happened before in the past with lesser and butter, someone can buy something and go, yeah, I brought it as a butter, but really it was a lesser, Yeah. you know, and that's where then it gets passed on and then it kind of gets muddy. Um, in, in this industry, what you'll tend to find is some things can get mislabeled by pure accident. And yeah. it's a bit like the hurricane and the trick. You know, I've got both hurricane and trick, and they are different. Yeah. Okay. As for Stranger and Mahogany, I've got, and, and there's something going on with Stranger because I've I got offered, and I've told this story before, a choice of two well i got offered a stranger claim and this was just before i brought the sunset and the stranger claim i got offered didn't look like a stranger claim but the other stranger claim that the gentleman produced looked like a stranger claim yeah it was night and day yeah and i wanted the better looking one and he wouldn't sell it me but anyway um you know, I picked up a, a mahogany pet pie from Steve Walker. I think he got it from Kerry Stinston um, up in Scotland. And that mahogany looks more stranger than any strange than some strangers I've seen, you know. So for me, I think there's again, I'm not saying it is and isn't and all that sort of stuff, but I think the more people work with it the more we're going to find out, the more people, you know, not exposed, but the more data that's put out there for us to look at, I think the more we're going to see from stuff. And I think it's going to help the industry. Now, possibly this season, um, I might be picking up a stranger clown, um, which is why I've held off a little bit, um, because I wanted to get it from the right person. And this person got it from... Roland over at IRS Reptiles. Yeah. So again, it's, it's got a direct link. But again, I'm going to help. Well, we're going to see what he hatches, and then I'm going to look at them. And I said to him, I'd love to have a look at them. You know, whether I'll go over there and have a look uh, in person. But you, you know me. You know, I'm, I'm really open with stuff. So um, we, we will be working with it and showing. I love doing like the um, like I do like the base morph series. Yeah. I love showing off the base of the combo or the base of the gene and looking for identification markers. 
So, you know, for me, the stranger mahogany is, is kind of still open a little bit. Um, I think there's still something going on, whether it be Lelic or not, I don't know. Whether it be, yeah, I don't know. But we're, we're definitely going to find, we're, we're going to get some answers. Yeah, you I know, think we're going to get some answers. Probably going to be a while off finding. Well, I'd say we're a while off at finding out if it's a Lelic because obviously Justin's got mahogany strangers. So obviously, if he breeds a mahogany, he produces a super mahogany stranger, then obviously we know it's not. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, probably, probably still. A it's going to be off. But. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult because mahogany, the super mahogany is a sumer and it's virtually a, a, a black snake with a exactly. red stripe down his back. Yeah. Um, or with an orange stripe. So it's going to be difficult i think to see that but again this is this is what we we all talk you know listen what's important to understand is we're working with theoretical id yeah we're working with theoretical id and what we've also got to understand is that we have locality within our species yeah and on top of that we're working with mutations so when we've got locality and we've got and again like Retics, most other species of reptiles don't have, you know, um, morphs. They have localities. Yeah. So, and you know this from the green tree boas and the green tree pythons and yeah. GTPs and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, it's and we have polymorphism yeah. within ball pythons, but there's also polygenic traits, yeah. and we have that within ball pythons. Yeah. And I think. What we've got to understand is have a bit of an open mind and understand that we're working with theoretical IDs. And the only true way to find out is to breed it. Yeah. And that's why, for me, I'm not a massive person of going, that's definitely a mahogany or that's definitely a stranger. To me, I think it's interesting. I like to keep my mind open. I mean, who thought chocolate and spot nose would be a lilac? You know? Yeah, that's 100%. the big, biggest 100%. mind twist yeah. for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. That cinnamon, might... cinnamon and enchi. Yeah, y you know, yeah, it, it's random sometimes, and you just think, yeah, you, you know. Um, and I agree with you because the thing is, I've seen, I've looked at Stranger quite a few times, and it's so variable. Yeah, it's yeah. you know, like you said, you see nice ones, you see not so nice yeah. ones, and it, it's it's real. But my my only thing was, so I I think I said to someone when you know, obviously just improved. You know, oh, they're not the same. I kind of said, D does Stranger really warrant the price tag then? Because Mahogany has a super and Stranger doesn't. <laughs> so normally I would go along the route of the one with the super is worth more money. Yeah. But it's the other way around with it. Um, so and, uh, I, same I, I believe, yeah. You know, yeah. So, so here's the thing. So there was a stranger clown and, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'll probably get hated on by breeders. It seems like people, and I was talking to a very good breeder. I'm not going to name who, cause I'm not going to throw him under the buzz, but we both agree. So I'll put my, I'll throw myself under the buzz. We yeah. both agree that it seems like people are too scared to price the stranger at and a reasonable price of what it should be. Yeah. 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 Like, for example, when you see a stranger clown that's on Morph Market for 20K. Yeah. 
and the same breeder is offering it to you out the back door for 4K. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? And it's almost like people are scared to bring the price down because they don't want to upset other breeders. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I, I kind of get it because, you know, you respect the market, you respect, you respect that sort of thing. But what you will get is people buying strangers out the back door, you know, which is what has happened. Yeah. You know, many a times people have brought stranger combos and it's not been the price tag. It's been a fraction of what it's been advertised for. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't invest in the stranger because, you know, not being funny, but even at 4K, that's an investment animal, you know? Yeah. That's a massive investment for a lot of people. And in here in the UK, the market isn't like the US. It's not like Canada. You know, it's mainly a hobby industry over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not an agricultural breeding yeah. business. Yeah. And when you've got a business, you can afford, like for me in, in my day job, if I was going to go and buy a four grand machine, I could justify it because mm. you get the VAT back, you know, you'd buy the machine and it'd earn you money. Where over here, we're all about the hobby, enjoying it, producing those combos that we want to work with, producing some amazing combos. We're not in it, I believe, and again, not knocking anyone, but over here, it seems like we're in it for the love and like the money's a byproduct, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a passion for it over here. There are people who make good money over here out of it. I'm not saying there's not. Um, but again, this is where I go back to one of my f- old videos. And I say to people, if you think you're going to become a millionaire breeding snakes, you need to really think because, you know, it takes a special someone. And uh, yeah, you, yeah, you've got to know your market. You've got to know where you are geographically. Um, and for me, if I was to have brought that stranger, and I'd probably have eight strangers sat on the sat at the shelf, probably worth about 10K each, yeah. not being able to sell them. Whereas the sunsets, I could make het sunsets and people could get involved in the project, enjoy and get excited about the sunset project and be able to make their own visuals at an affordable cost. Yeah. You know? So for me, it, it was kind of a no-brainer. So that's why this season, in my head, I'm thinking now might be the time to invest in a young hatchling stranger clown combo um, and just watch it grow and add it into the collection and produce some stuff and see what we can do. Hopefully two years by the time it's breeding, you know, the market would level off. Um, But for me, going back to what you said, the mahogany, I'm more excited about the mahogany stuff. Um, because you have got that super realm, you know, you can go down the super route and we can make ultramal sumas, you know? Yeah. yeah. Even though it'd be like, like an orange snake, I think with a purple stripe down its back. It's crazy. Yeah. And like you say, don't get me wrong, I think the strange is amazing. It's just at the moment, I just think the cost, the price tag on them is so high that it kind of prices. I mean, like you said, the sunset, I think I saw. I think I saw a visual sunset for sale at an American show this year for something like three and a half thousand dollars. It's seven and a half thousand euros for a het stranger het clown. 
or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like yeah. really, but it, you know. The, but this is this is the kind of the marketplace. Um, you, you know, uh, you, you know, it's it's a bit like anything. You know, supply and demand. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like you know how many people are going to be producing. Um, you know, um, you know, confusion clowns this season. Yeah, I know about seven, eight breeders who are shooting for the confusion clown. You know, and so we're going to see that again come down in price quite heavily. Um, but again, supply and demand. You know, um, it's it's the same with everything. You know, so um, it, it, it's it's a funny old game. It's a funny old game, mate. Uh, there's yeah. nothing like it. You know, I remember when people. Yeah, my my um my first visual um ultra males i remember the guy who brought them he paid twenty five thousand pounds for them and then the banana hit the uk shores and he just he couldn't get rid of them quick enough because he wanted the money for the banana yeah and he brought the banana he sold the ultra males dirt cheap and i mean dirt dirt cheap and yeah I think now he, he sort of, he, the guy's out the hobby now, um, but I think he realised he kind of made the mistake. He sort of took the short, quick option yeah. and he kind of didn't pan out for him instead of going for longevity, you know? So, but hey, that's investments. Yeah, and sometimes you've got to play that long game. I think Aussie did it with the candy gene, didn't he? Didn't he get into yeah. the candy gene quite early and then without knowing that it was a liquid albino and, and all that kind of stuff? But Yeah, I mean, Aussie made his money back on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he made his money back. He just took him longer. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's a funny old... And that's why I say to people, you know, um, as investments go there's there's a lot more worse things you can invest your money in don't get me wrong um but you need to be doing this for the passion because if you invest a lot of money in this and you're a, a you know a second third year breeder and yes you may know how to breed ball pythons but if you haven't got the clientele or the reach to sell those combos for that money, they're going to be sitting on the shelf. I had one guy come to me at the show, at the Doncaster show uh, last year, and he said, Gav, he said, I brought this male clown, I brought this female clown, fantastic. He was a fantastic, I can't remember what the combos were. And he said, I bred them together. He said, I had seven clowns, six of them were female, one of them was a male. He said, and I could not sell them. He said, you know, I was kind of told by another breeder that if I brought these two off him and breed them together, he'd make all this money. And in actual fact, because he hadn't, no disrespect to the to the guy who bred them, but because no one knew who he was, yeah, why would you give him money to him? You know? Yeah. So he got stung with that. And that's why I always advise people, you know, don't get into this for the money. Enjoy your hobby. Enjoy the money's a byproduct. You know, just enjoy what you do and sure enough everything will come you know it, it takes time i think if you don't love it cleaning up poo and cleaning tubs and feeding and everything will get old pretty quick <laughs> oh dude dude trust me you like you know the the hq at the minute is all up in the air because of i've been doing some feeding i've got 
Um, I've been making up some reptiblock. I've got reptiblock piece all over the floor. I've got to do some mopping in a minute. Uh, I've got to do some sweeping, you know, and you're just like cleaning. And yeah, it, it, it is a, a labor of love, but yeah. that's why you do it. You know, you, I love it. You know, I, I get up, I come into the snake room, I have a look, see what's going on, yeah. uh, what's locked, what hasn't locked, what, yeah. you know, have we got eggs, you know. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a labor of love, mate, definitely. And then when you swap over the females from the grow eight rack yeah. into the breeder rack and you're like, wow, yeah. I'm breeding you this season. That's crazy, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, is yeah. So you've got, I'll ask this because... I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you're probably sick of this project, but I say so. You've got Exantic Clown. You're working on Ultramel Clown. You've got Hypo Clown. You've got Clown Pides. Yep. Are you yep. going to go for the DG Clown? Are you going to jump on the bandwagon? No. <laughs> I no. knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but you know, do you know what I am doing though? Yeah. Um, so the reason. So so okay. Let me break it down. So I produced a male from a snake I brought from Aussie. And this snake was meant to have been a Firefly Super OD Mojave Het Clown. And the first clutch he gave me, there was Enchi. Right? So when I cut, cut the eggs, I got straight on the video call to Aussie. And I was like, Oz, check these out, dude. And he was like, mate, there's Aussie in there. Uh, there's Enchi in there. I said, dude, I said, I can't get out. And these animals were stunning, absolutely stunning. Blew me away. Uh, one of the original male, uh, one of the, the males from that clutch I've held back and he's breeding this season. And uh, he's an apps. He reminds me, for those who have probably been long enough in the, in the hobby, they'll probably remember Ralph Davis's flatline. It reminds me a lot of the flatline clone that, Aussie, uh, that, that Ralph Davis posted. So I'm actually breeding him to a DG female. Okay. Right. So he is a pastel Enchi Mojave OD clone. Yeah. Okay. So I'm breeding him to a, a DG female. And it's not because I wanted to make double heads. It's because I wanted to have a breakdown of him. Yeah. So I wanted to break down the genes in him and and just be 100% certain that my theoretical ID was on point. So um, I am making double hats this season. Um, and, and, and don't get me wrong, Gary, I may keep 1.1. I don't know. But for me, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick of DG, you know what I mean, mate? It's like, <laughs> like do people like DG clowns? Or are they just jumping on it because everyone else is, you know, like the FOMO, you know what I yeah. mean? Fear of missing out. You know? I, I get it. I, I, I really like them. Um, yeah. But um, I'm, I'm sort of doing it as like, uh, I'm not like going all in on it. Does that make sense? I'm kind of, yeah. I'm going a little bit on that, but I'm not going all in on it because I think I yeah. said this to someone else. I said, there's so many people working that project that in two, three years time, Morph Market is going to be flooded with all the surplus from DG Clown yeah. breeding um, because so many people are going yeah. to be doing double head, double head or, you know, 
visual hats, uh, you know, like sort of thing, you know, there's yeah. going to be, and I just think it's going to be flooded. Um, yeah. No. Great project, but. I think, I think, I think if you can take a project like DG Clown and put a twist on it. Yes. I think that's what I'd rather do. Now, you know, I'm not saying that the project, I, I think the project is overrated because I think a lot of it is FOMO. I think if you're not in the, or if you're not in the DG project, you're not a breeder. You know what I mean? It's a bit like that. You know, I think, I think, I genuinely think that. Uh, and I think what makes me laugh is too many people are worried about, you know, it's like tracing paper. They're tracing yeah, yeah. everyone else's what they're doing. Instead of thinking yeah. about doing what they want to do and about going out in there and producing stuff. Like, dude, you know, um, I brought the chocolate clown off um, Justin mm -hmm. and he said, Gab, wait till you you see the super chocolate clown and this this was before he dropped it and i said justin you've got to send me he said no wait tc and then he released the video and i was like oh my god the super chocolate clown is phenomenal first thing i thought about ultramel yeah. i know people i know i keep mentioning ultramel but ultramel for me is that side gene which is it keeps getting overlooked but it does so well you know yeah and first thing I thought about was Ultramal Super Chocolate Clowns. And then I went, hmm, making Ultramal Pides. I'm making Ultramal Clowns. I've got Clown Pides. I'm hopefully going to be making some Chocolate Clowns. Hmm. Chocolate, Super Chocolate, Ultramal, Clown Pides. Yeah. You, you know, you see where I'm going? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know get excited about stuff and then yeah. and then we can get down the route of going i'm hopefully going to be producing some blackhead uh, pies this season and again blackhead clown pies blackhead yeah. or super blackhead yeah. clown pies super yeah. blackhead clown pied ultramounts yeah you, you know what i mean we, we we can do so much more um that i think with the d G clown, I think you'll struggle to put another recessive on top. You may be able to put pied. I did see the um, the DG clown pied. Yeah. Um, when I was over at, uh, at Texas on Justin's table, fantastic animal. However, I really loved the hypo leopard clown pied that Ozzy produced. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I prefer that one. Can, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's it's got such a different glow to it and a different yeah. look that you could do so much. Again, it work really well. Again, you could go down the roots of super chocolate hypo clown pies. Yeah, you know, um, super chocolate DGs look fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm trying to say is, like, if you're going to do a project, don't just do it because of FOMO. Don't do it because of fear of missing out, you know? Yeah. Do it because you you can put your own twist and make something that's jaw-dropping. Now, yeah. going back to that male that I brought from Aussie, so we now know he's a super orange dream, Enchi, Firefly, Mojave, Het Clown, Het Hypo, because we produced Hypo Clowns by accident. Yeah. So, again, when we talk about theoretical ID, you know, 
um, we're talking about what we think is in there. And, and a lot of the times you can only be really certain with when you're working with visual recessives and you're breeding it to a non visual, like I've got, um, I've got, um, I got it from Kevin over at DK rolls. I've got a, a yellow belly pastel leopard hurricane female and she is breeding uh, um, an ultra male pied. So first of all, the leopard side of her could be het pied. So we're going to prove out whether or not she's het pied. Second of all, we're going to produce combos from her. So yellow belly, pastel, leopard, hurricane, 100% double het ultra male pieds. Now we can make Hayabusa ultra males in yeah. that project. We can make yellow belly Hayabusa ultra males in that project. We can make leopard Hayabusa yellow belly ultra males in that project. And then we've got pied. We can make Hayabusa ultra male pieds. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. how many, how many Hayabusa <laughs> ultra male pieds have you seen, Garrett? Yeah, none. I mean, to be honest, that's the only thing that I would say I'm not seeing. I, <laughs> it's hard to ID the super hurricane, isn't it? Because I've seen people sort of saying pos Hayabusa. Some are like really obvious and then some are bit more subtle with the super but that's the only it's the only um so this is this yeah. is where you go for quality over quantity yes if yeah. you go for uh, trust me i've got um again from kevin i've got an enchi hurricane and i've got a hurricane head claim mail if i put the hurricane head claim mail in your hands you'd be like yeah it's hurricane i can see it all day long yeah you know? and then I hatched um, from from a, a weird animal. I hatched like a hurricane-y looking banana from another clutch, uh, which I've spoke about before. Um, again, no hurricane, but the, it's one of them. Do you know what I mean? Probably trick. It's like, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, dude, who knows? Who knows? But what I'm saying is, is if you're working with the right quality animal, like my trick combo looks you know, you can see the difference between trick and hurricane and all three of my hurricanes, because they came from Kevin, which got them from Rod, Rob Hurd, which got them from Hans Winner. The quality of them yeah. speaks for themselves, you know? Yeah. So it is quality, mate. You've got to go for quality over quantity. And if you're going to buy a hurricane, which you're looking at and you're going, is it a hurricane? Is it not? Then yeah. don't buy it. You know, yeah. if you look at an animal and you go, Oh my God, that's hurricane all day long. Yeah. Then yeah, buy it. No, it, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be what you want, and it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to do you proud. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I've got a trick, and she does look. I mean, she's crazy for a trick. I mean, she does look very hurricane. Yeah. Esque, but I, I almost, yeah. I almost don't care. I, I, I paid trick money for her, so I'm not even gonna you know try and say she's hurricane or anything like that at the end of the day to me she's trick and yeah make from her will be tricks and labeled as tricks um dude dude you, you never know i think we spoke about this and and where you got it from and stuff and um it, can't, it might have been miss saltier the thing is you've brought it as a trick yeah and you're selling it as a trick, trick. you know yeah. but this is where it and this is where people can argue, and this is where I think most of the arguments have come from online. Oh, that's not a trick. That's a hurricane, or that's yeah, not yeah, a hurricane, yeah. and that's a trick. 
Yeah. It, it's like tracing the lineage, you know, and that's what's yeah. important is, is, you know, I've, I've tried to get across to people that it's important not only are we looking for quality, we're also looking for lineage. So if you've yeah. come and brought a snake off me, Gary, I could say the mum I produced and the parents I got from so-and-so yeah. and the dad I brought from Ozzy or I got from Justin. Yeah. Um, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that way it gives you, it gives you something to work with that if something pops out, peculiar you can go hang on a minute gav did say he got that the animal from justin and justin's got this gene and it looks very similar i'm yeah. wondering you know what i mean and it can give you that traceability so um i think you know a lot of it comes down to being open transparent yeah. um yeah. you know quality buying the right animals from the right people um makes a massive difference yeah i I, I suppose I, the only thing is at the time, I think when I bought it, it was kind of, it wasn't like on a whim, but I was already purchasing uh, from the same guy. And mm -hmm. he, I think he just made a trip clown mm -hmm. and it did look very much like a hurricane clown. And so I looked and he had tricks for sale. He had a couple for sale. I picked the better one of the two. And yeah. I was like, at the end of the day, I think at the time hurricanes were like, four times the price or something. So yeah. I was like, why would I pay the extra for Hurricane when I can get a similar look yeah. <laughs> for a quarter of the money? So that's why I bought her. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not going to get involved in the Hurricane trick arm argument because people seem to get very heated about that, <laughs> that one. I think, I think for me, I'd rather let my animals do the speaking, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Gary, it's like, you know, I'm not here to, um, you know what, sometimes if you can you can be pushing water uphill, you know, and you can tell someone the sky is blue, but I swear it's pink, you know, and you're like, okay, whatever. And it's just best not to get hooked up on that. And like, you know, I, I had so many people when we launched the, the, the bank here in the UK, so many haters, oh, it's Orange Dream, oh, it's Broad yeah, Orange yeah. Dream, rah, rah, rah. and you're like, Dude, you really, you, I've got high OD, I've got OD, and I've got bang. Yeah. You know, they are night and day. And anyone that's come to the HQ, they've gone, can we see the bank? Yeah. Do you want to see an orange dream as well? They've gone, yeah. I've showed them and they've gone, wow, what you can you can see the difference, you know? Yeah. And and you you are gonna get haters sort of like get down on you. Mm. But yeah, it is what it is, mate. I think as long as you let your animals do the talking, you won't have any issues selling them as a trick combo and whatever you produce with it, mate. You're not going to have any issues, mate. And just just keep to what you know, you know? Yeah, I, th I think, to be honest, that that uh, that clutch is pretty much mine anyway. I don't, <laughs> I'm keeping most of that one anyway. I'm going to keep the lot. Keep them well, all mine. To be fair, I actually, I quite, I'm quite excited about that picture. Her eggs are in the incubator now, actually. So what I have you bred to her? Uh, do you remember that weird leopard clown I've got? I don't know. I showed him to you. I don't know if I, I showed him to you. I, he's, so, no. he's, he's a bit of an odd one. Um, if you send me a picture of Yeah, his, uh, I think his dad came from Aussie. Um, so, yeah, I bred him to her. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. She's got, she's got like a crazy belly. He's got a crazy belly. So I've just like the first thing I'm going to do is flip them upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Check the back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
but yeah, no, I mean, it'd be interesting. He he might be Het Pied. Hopefully, I'm going to prove that out this year. Um, she's Het Ultramel, so obviously it'd be 100% Het Clown, 50% Ultramel, 50% Het Pied, possibly. So I'm oh, probably, I'll, I'll probably end up keeping most of them and <laughs> so I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a bit yeah, of a I would. project. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so that's more, that's I said, that's more of like for me, that clutch. So, I'm not really worried yeah, about. Cool, I'm not really worried about it. And like you said, once I produce sort of trick clowns and things like that, if they look cool, then they'll sell themselves, basically. So, oh, dude, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, too many, too many people have you know kicking off and like in the states over money and value of especially the the, the hurricane clown project. There was so much drama that went on with that, and when you take away the basics. It's all down to money, you know. If you took away that, then they won't have nothing to argue about, you know. But a lot of it was down to money, yeah. um, which you know it is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's well, a funny. It is a funny old game. Mate. The only thing funny that I saw game. that was was quite funny was last year. Um, Justin put up a trick clown for sale, and he put it up for five grand. Which is exactly the same as what he sells hurricane clowns for. <laughs> and I thought yeah. I was kind of saying something without saying something kind of thing. But but there's there's yeah. definitely there's definitely tricks in the US that are not hurricane because I've seen those and they are completely different. hundred percent. Yeah, so Kevin again, Kevin over at DK Royals, he brought uh, he he got um, when he was partnered up with um, Dan Parker. Mm -hmm. um, Dan got in from the US. He got a trick. And the tricks that Kevin has got, because Kevin's got trick as well, is nothing like Hurricane. Again, yeah. he's got Hurricane. He's got this trick. It's nothing like it. Yeah. Again, my, my trick came from Dave Davis. And yeah. Dave Davis will tell you, you know, Gav, they are different. And, yeah. and I know they're different. I can yeah. see they're different. Yeah. And I think, I think personally, I do think stuff has got mixed up, yeah. you know, with sales. Maybe it's entered into an animal and they've sold a combo and they don't realise the hurricane's in there and it's popped out and something, oh, that looks really trick-like. Oh, yeah, it must be trick. Yeah. You know, when they've tried to trace the lineage, the person's got out the hobby, so they can't really trace it. So they're just saying it's trick, you know. But then you've got people who brought, animals as trick and they're selling them as hurricane you're like yeah yes yeah. you know? that see that's the thing i don't agree with if you buy a banana sell it as banana don't sell it as coral glow you know just yeah. you know keep keep, yeah. keep it like and then because i think this is what happens i think uh, i think that's you know i just i don't want to get in an argument with you but i think that's kind of what's happened with the confusion acid thing is that at some point some of them have been sold as acids and some of them have been sold as confusions, and we've got yeah. this cross thing going yeah. on um, and that's where like like I, I i again i went me i knew i wanted acid so i went to josh jensen and got it direct um you know and it's 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 proved to be it was well worth getting it from him because my acids look like acids they're crazy yeah. looking yeah, yeah and when you look at some confusions um they are very banded compared to mine. And again, yeah. it, it doesn't mean that mine's 
better. It just means it depends what look you want. Yeah. If you want a bandy dark animal, yeah, then then that's it. Your confusion looks really really acid like, mate. You know, I've got okay. to say it looks really acid like. Um, you, you know, but again, depends what look you want. If you want to buy a busted up pattern, yeah, confusion then you look for the most busted up pattern you don't look for the bandage one you know yes so you know it's, it's, yeah. it's you've got to be you got to be you got to be on point with what you got to know what you want yeah there's a lot of variety i've seen some really nice ones and i've seen some really poor ones and i yeah it's sort of the poor ones are the core, sort of ones where i understand why originally they were mistaking it for leopard mm. because they're just not Crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you know you've got the other end, and there is there does seem a big difference uh, yeah. throughout. Yeah, and and again, you know, it all comes back down to like you know buying from the right people. Yeah. You know, because if you want to work particular projects, yeah, you want to work with you know for me. Um, the hurricane and the the acid stuff that I've got, oh, I'm going to be biased, but I think they are some of the best examples of those genes. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to work with them, and that's why I went the way I went. And you know, you've got to be you've got to be really selective and be able to to get excited about what you're buying because yeah. you know what you're going to make with it. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm just. I'm just so looking forward to producing stuff. And that's one thing I like, Gary. I'm not, I'm not out here to impress anyone. But when people look at stuff and they go, wow, that's crazy. That is, Gav. Is that just that? And you're like, yeah, that's what I love. I love getting people excited about a project that they wouldn't normally get excited about, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's just because you've picked the right combo or the right genes and you put them together to make the right combo and you're showing people stuff like the migraine you know yeah um i picked up the two best migraines well i picked up four from tony but i picked up two that the best hatchlings he had and i said tony i ain't leaving here with migraines unless i have those two and he was like okay gav so i, I made sure i blackmailed him and i walked out with the best two migraines because I want people to see and get excited about the migraine project. And they are, yeah. they're like, wow, look at that lot. You know what I mean? So it's just giving people the ideas of what they can do. And because I know which way I'm going to take it. Uh, it's definitely not in the clown direction. Um, you know, and I'm really excited for the migraine project. Again, picking the best examples that have been line bred. You know, I tried to get in it from Chris Jones, but Chris, Chris Jones wouldn't sell it me because he said it was too expensive. Um, so I got it from Tony instead. But Chris is a good guy, bless him. Um, but yeah, so uh, I ended up leaving from four from Tony. But um, yeah, I made sure I come away with the best ones I could get, mate, because yeah, I, I, I dragged him out of Tony. Definitely dragged him out of Tony Hersey. Do you think, because um, so I, I think kind of if you pick good quality then you're 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 obviously going to make good quality do you think that there's you know like if you buy a low quality example that you can make a good quality example from it yeah because i think you if you pick a fantastic quality animal mm -hmm. and a 
fantastic quality animal. You breed them together. Majority of that clutch is going to be high quality. Yeah. yeah? You may get the odd ugly duckling. Yeah. But your chances of being high quality way it outweighs the odds of having low quality if you get low quality and low quality breed them together you could produce something that's wow but again your odds are very they're against you yeah um so for me I, i i do believe that i do believe you can make fantastic examples from low qualities um but the problem i say the problem the the downside to that is gary is you have then, once you've got that high quality, you've got to grow it up and then you've got to breed it back and then you've got to produce stuff and then it, you, you're sort of behind in the project. Whereas if you start off with good quality, you're sort of ahead of yourself, ahead of the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, quality, you know, it's, it's like pods. You can breed a high white pod to a high white pod and produce a low white pod. Um, yeah. It's very variable in my eyes. Um, what I believe and what I've seen, you know, pastels. Pastels are a prime example. You can breed a pastel and a pastel together and produce some beautiful looking animals. And then really they're like low quality pastels that you bred together. Yeah. But I, I, I remember the first, the first pastel I brought, I brought it as a normal. It was that low quality. But the babies that came from it were <laughs> crazy looking. So um, not all of them, but I remember hatching um, two bumblebees and one was just exquisite. You know, it was it was beautiful colours, wasn't dirty. The other one was a little bit dirty due to the pastel, but the other one was just mind blowing, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, proof's in the pudding. So I've been there, done that. I've seen it, seen the results. So I do believe you can make good and bad qualities from high and low expressions. Yeah, I I just always I'm a bit picky. I always try and pick the best one that I can find, <laughs> and I because I always have the theory. You know, I've got what? a better chance if it, yeah. if it's a nice one than I do if it's uh, yeah. sort of pants one, if you like. You know, the the one thing that breeders have nowadays over to what we didn't have back in the day, you have options. Yeah, back in the day. You know, pastels and Harveys were very hard to come across. I mean, you could come across them. You kind of had to take what you could get. Yes. You know, and, you know, as as captive breeding goes on, the quality of animals is getting better and better. They're thriving better in captivity. They're yeah. feeding better in captivity. You know, the colours are popping. You know, we're really onto something with captive breeding. So, um, yeah, for me, yeah. You know, you as a new breeder getting into the hobby, you have so much variety to pick from, even two gene, three gene, four gene combos. You know, we never had that when I got in. It was possets and het this yeah. or het that, or I think this is a pastel. I think it's a pastel. It could be a normal, you know, it could be a leopard, it could be just a, a leopard sibling. You know, it, it was weird, but you know. Right, people are probably going to be tired about me talking about this project, but um, on, you've then. got Hypo Pied project, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that going this year? Yeah, so had a bit of a... So I picked up a pastel Hypo Pied male. I've had... Oh, mate, that project for me has been a love-hate relationship. Um, I have 
I got into the Hypo Pie project uh, about three or four years ago, and the double het male that I got from Aussie um, didn't get to breeding season. Just one of those things. So the female banana uh, double het, she went on to do really well, produced some posh triple heads from her, which I've held back. Um, and so this season, uh, sorry, last season, I went out and brought a well-established male, which was a pastel hypo pied, and he looks phenomenal. Again, pastel hypo in pied works really, really well. Yeah. And I bred him to that female, and it was all going good. Uh, and then basically she slugged out bar one egg. And that one egg is in the incubator now. Um, yeah, I've had real, um, yeah, real, what's the word? It's been a love-hate relationship because ever since I was over in Canada and I, I was over at Marcus Jane's place and I saw the OD hypopoid and super OD hypopoid. Yeah. Dude. That was fluorescent. I yeah. kid you not, it just blew my mind. Yeah. So that's where I've always wanted to take the project um, to the point where, you know, I feel like it's a bad omen for me and that I might not be able to make my own. I might have to go out and, you know, say, knock on Mark's door and go, Mark, do you know one of those Orange Dream, Super Orange Dream hypo pies? Any chance you can sell me one and send it over, please? Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I do love the project. Again, Hypo's been around for ages, you know, and again, you put the right genes in there, yellow belly, Enchi. Enchi Hypo's, if you get the right line of Enchi, an Enchi Hypo glows, you know? It yeah. glows. So again, Enchi, yellow belly, OD. Pastel really works well with Hypo as well. Um, you know, you get them into pied, beautiful animals, mate. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I'm i dying to get a hypopied at some point, but it's just, they're so rare. It's, it's difficult to find them. It, it's really weird, mate, because when I was, again, when I was in Texas, dude, they were virtually on every table. Just a standard hypopied. It was like, it was like everyone had made them as a double recessive. Everyone had kind yeah. of made them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtually no word of lie. Dan will tell you from D&D. &D. Yeah. Every table had a hypo pied, and it was like, wow, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. And yet you don't see many of them for sale. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think Bob's ball had one, had one for sale, and it was like $600 or something. It was so cheap. <laughs> and I was like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Bob's got some fantastic animals. Yeah. Um, really yeah. weird weird stuff as well really weird like i picked up off him uh chocolate cypress pinstripe mojave spot nose het clown female just like where are you going to find one of them in in the uk you're not apart from in the balls to you collection obviously now yeah, yeah, yeah. um but again such such a powerful female mate we just put a leopard clown to that female and you're going to produce some crazy crazy combos so you know it's one of them. You've, I like to. I like the weird, unusual, unusual stuff, Gary. Yeah. I like to. I like to do stuff which is different. I like to get people excited about different projects. And oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I like that sort of stuff. 
Yeah, I think I think so. Are you going? You're going to make? Have you made pink clowns before? Sorry. Have you made pinstripe clowns before? Uh, yeah, I've had them. Yeah. So I've got, I've got, um, I've produced them, and I've got currently breeding as we speak. I've got a weird clown male that I picked up from Germany, um, which looks. It was part of the Yellowbelly Complex project. Yeah. It doesn't look normal. Part of me thinking he could be a spectre clown. Okay. But I've got him breeding. Um, I've, I've bred him to a couple of yellow belly stuff, which is in the incubator. And I've got some stuff um, about to hatch, in fact, from him. Um, he's also breeding a uh, pastel pinstripe leopard head clown female. Um, again, not so much um not so much to produce uh i've kind of got a few clutches from him that i'm thinking like i'll bring him to a yellow belly complex so we'll know one way or another yeah um, once that female drops but i'm more interested in making like a, a leopard pin clown yeah to hold back um i think uh pinstriping clown has got um how could i say it's got a future which everyone's kind of overlooked. Yeah. And, and then, I believe we're going to see some amazing pinstripe clown combos. Yeah. In the near future. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those ones that I've I just like the last year I've started to see some pink clowns being posted up in America and I've really they've really turned my head and I've started thinking yeah. Uh, I think I might actually um, start going down that the, route. Well, the, the reason. Yeah, the, the reason being is because it changes the clown's pattern yeah. so much yeah. that we can add some, again, I've got some ultramel pins and the ultramel pinstripe looks fantastic. So again, ultramel pinstripe clowns slash with a bit of, you know, a bit of yellow belly, a bit of entry, yeah. bit of OD. You know, we can throw some dark stuff in there like leopard, you know, yeah. um, we can put some acid in there, hurricane. Yeah. You know, again, really try and bust it up a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to, still to be done with pinstripe. Um, and again, it's it's one of those genes. It's very affordable. It's very easy to obtain. You've just yeah. got to have that vision. You know, you've got to have that vision to want to put it and twist it and change it into what you want to do. Yeah, and it, it does seem to come up a lot as like a gene that people hate. But what I will say is. I know it's really dominant with the pattern, but the thing that I really like about it is the colour. It changes yeah. the colour quite a lot as well. It has a big effect on colour and stuff like that. So it's very, it's very strange how people love it when it's with DG. Yes. Huh? Same <laughs> yeah. with pastel. I hate pastel and pink, but when it's in DG, they're oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic combo. Yeah. I you know, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Same with spider. It, it does look good. You know, I'm not going to take that away. Yeah, I'm not going to take that away from, you know, DG does make the pin and the pastel look better. Yeah. But there's more to be done. And it just proves, like, if you can get beyond that, like, I'd love to see, like, an acid pinstripe black pastel clown because yeah. the acid black pastel clown is mega. Yeah. You throw a dash of pinstripe on top of that. A bit of leopard, a bit of yellow belly. What, yeah. mate? Now we're talking gourmet meal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now we're yeah. like, now we're cooking. You know yeah. what I mean? We're yeah. cooking now. 
So it's just making stuff that's different, you know, and just getting everyone's juices flowing. And, you know, we all love, you know, we all like to follow the crowd sometimes, but I think if you can add your own bit of spice and your own bit, you know, put your own bit of flavor on it, I'm talking like a chef now, um, but you can definitely make it, you know, your own. And that's what's going to, that's what's going to make people know, you know, and this is, yeah. this is the one thing, you know, if people are out there producing the same as Justin, why I'd just go and buy from Justin, you yeah. know, because yeah. he's got the reputation, if you like, not yeah. knocking anyone else. Yeah. But that's where I like to be different. I want to buy stuff from people which has got that different twist on stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, if I want to, if I want a chocolate clown, why buy it from someone else? Why not just go and get it from Justin? It's yeah. the same money. It's, you know, and you got the, the added bonus of it coming from Canova. Yeah. Um, so again, not knocking anyone else. I just think sometimes having that extra twist on things makes a massive difference, you know, yeah. massive difference. Right, I've got to ask, have you paired the sunset this season? Um, only to one female. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, he, dude, he's been, he's been an absolute monster. Um, I have made some ultra male uh, females, 100% het sunsets. I've, I've made some sunset het pied, posset ultra male stuff. Um, you know, I've only bred him to one female this season. And that's because um, I wanted, um, I bred him to my original Cosma Harvey female because I wanted Harvey in the Sunset Project. Um, And again, I've got Yellowbelly, I've got OD, I've got Enchi in the Sunset Project. Mojave works really well with Enchi, works really well with OD, works really well with Yellowbelly. Yeah. Again, it works really well with Sunset. So, again, putting that in there, mixing it up. Yeah. So, I've only bred into one female this season. Again, I'm not into mass producing, but it's because I want something from that project, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've got four, five, six, seven, seven Sunset, Het Sunset female combos growing up, you know? So, I'm going to have lots of fun next season with those females and producing some sunset combos, um, including hopefully sunset pods and sunset ultramile pods, which, again, that's for a few years to think about, you know, not get yeah, excited yeah. about now, just keep feeding, grow them up, yeah. and then find them in the breeding team. So, yeah, um, he's been raring to go this season, mate. He's been absolutely, yeah, feeding them. He's, he's been like, come on, Dad, let me at them. I'm like, no, son, not this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not this year. You have a little rest. It's like, oh. But yeah, he's, he's good as gold, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you you know you've got a good collection when you're like benching a Sunset Hat Ultra. It's <laughs> 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 unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it on the bench. Yeah, he's on the bench. He's, yeah. he's like ready for like, it's like tag team. Come on, dad, tag, tag yeah, team. Yeah, tag yeah. me, tag me. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. No, you're okay there. But no, mate, he's... No, again, I'm in this for longevity, mate. You know, this is, yeah, this yeah. is my hobby. I love doing You know, I, I don't want to mass produce stuff. Um, and I said that last season, people who brought Het Sunset, Sunset, Sunset stuff from me, you know, you won't find me. I mean, he could quite easily have bred 
six or seven females this season. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Easily. But it's not. Yeah. The, I'd just be selling pet sunset stuff for the fun of it. And yeah, that's not me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you see any zebra when you were in uh, Arlington? Was there any there? One. One. I saw one. one. Yeah. Uh, one animal. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I think, again, we need to see what it can do. Yeah. What, what's going to happen moving forward. Um, how it's going to react with other recessives, um, especially clown, um, pied. Um, you know, I'm a big, you know, not monsoon. Um, monsoon, a lot of people aren't enjoying monsoon because it's too overpowering. Yeah. But it's kind of like, for me, I've got a posset monsoon stuff that I'm growing up, uh, but it's also attached to pied. So I want to make monsoon pies. Yeah. Justin made some monsoon pies and they looked fantastic. And was it monsoon pies? No, sorry. Justin made hurricane pies. Pied, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the hurricane pie project looks very much what I, I envisioned the monsoon pie to look like. Almost like a Burmese pie. Yeah, yes. and I'd love to get that Burmese pied look into the ball pythons because I think it's an awesome look, you know. Um, so I think the monsoon in pied would work really, really well. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to see people produce it. Maybe Billy over at Mutation Creation this year, or Austin, or other people out there. Um, be interesting to see what they do, but. I think you've got to be able to look at a gene and see what you can do with it. And that's where your creativeness comes in. Yeah. Um, again, the same as zebra or zebra, whatever yeah. you want. Um, you know, where do you want to take it? What do you want to do? What colors do you want to add? Can we, would it keep the same pattern if we put it into a pied? Because pied really dominates patterns. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think the only things, that, um, what's his name? The guy who's, taken over the project adam Chelsea. Sure, oh. um, but he's only really he's only really done pastel super pastel and i think like od or something like that mm -hmm. and um i've only seen one that had something else in it i can't remember what it was if it was ghi or something like that but just yeah. the ghi completely took away the zebra patterning really yeah and okay. so that's the only thing that worried me that something like clown, it would look like a funky clown, but it wouldn't look, it wouldn't keep the same stripe. Yeah, it was a bit like the genetic stripe pies. Yes, yes. The yes. genetic stripe pies, I think, were a massive letdown for people. Yeah. Um, you know, which is which is understandable. Um, you know, it's a double recessive, and when you look at it, it just it just looks like a stripy pie. It looks different. Yeah. But again. Just looking at the single, or we're looking at the the, the version, which is a, a G-stripe pied. What about adding yellow belly? You know, what would that do to it? Enchi, what would that do to it? Leopard? You know, we, we know leopard works well with G-stripe. So what about if we 
through leoparding with the pied and the g-stride pied would that change it but again sometimes people will do like i, I produce some snows and I, I had no i couldn't i couldn't think where i wanted to take the snow project mm. so I, I sold the snow project um but i like to see people working with stuff like the snow project and then you know i know people who've made snow claims you know um because they they wanted to take that step further for me i had nothing that would really i had two recessives that were fighting a color yeah um, the, the color pigments yeah? yeah and even though it made a fantastic looking um double recessive i just felt i was going to try and add it's a bit like adding leopard to a champagne yeah you know, oh let's put pattern in champagne but yeah. we've already got pattern snakes you know, you know what I mean? Why, yeah. have you, why have you taken a non-pattern snake and then tried to make pattern? It's kind of, I'm not saying you're wasting your time, but I think there's other things you could do which would be far more rewarding and, and you would enjoy a lot more. And so for me, the Snow Project, for as much as I love it, uh, and I still love it to this day, I've just got no ambition for it because I just had nowhere to take it, you know? Yeah. So... I'm looking forward to in the future producing exantic clown pods and going down that route. Um, I can't say too much because it would give the game away, but yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got some the way my projects are lined up, we're gonna be producing some really interesting crossovers with the exantic, the clown and the pied as well. So yeah, uh, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. Didn't I swear I saw Billy, he produced some G-stripe pieds and wasn't there issues with them? I'm I sure. don't know, mate. I don't know. I swear he did a video, and I swear he was saying that he was, I think he said he was surprised because they'd been around for so long. He was surprised that there wasn't many out there, and then he produced them, and they had, like, I I, I swear they had some issues with them, like neurological issues. Or I, saw, something. I saw Justin um, selling a G-Stride Pied on yes. his Morph Market yes. earlier this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I think Justin would agree. Um, you know, I think he was expecting more from it. Um, and, and I was, to be honest. Um, but again, G-Stripe might not work with Pied. Uh, I remember a guy coming to me four years ago and said, yeah, I want to make G-Stripe clowns. I went, don't bother. I said, it's not going to work. And sure enough, people were making G-Stroke plans and everyone loved them. And in fact, I looked at them and went, okay, they're different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I love them, but they're yeah. different. And I yeah. thought, and, and you know, I got it completely wrong, you know, completely wrong. But again, it's it's whatever you're into. Yeah. You know, like the G-Stroke plan really worked as a project. The G-Stroke pied, I don't think worked as a project. Yeah. But again... I'm not saying I've seen every G-Stripe pied. I'm just saying the ones I saw, I yeah. thought was a very much of a letdown. Again, it comes down to marketing. If you can market that project and go, here's G-Stripe pied, but look what we've done when we've added leopard and yellow belly, you know, and it's completely transformed it. You go, holy hell, what the hell is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you can do that and get people excited, like, is it the Kiwi ball they called it, the, the G-Stripe plan, something like that, the Kiwi ball or something? I don't know. It's called I, something. Yeah, they called yeah. it something. Um, again, 
very unique, very different. Took the clown and made it something very unusual. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. what do I know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I'm not a massive fan of G Stripe, but the, I will admit, G Stripe clowns are nice, um, mm. and um, it, and it's a very unexpected like result. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would have expected more of a stripe, to be honest. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's but like, and that's so, why, and that's why for me when. A friend of mine said to me, like I said, four or five years, he said, I want to make G-Stride clowns. I mean, dude, we've got loads of stuff which can make stride clowns mm. because that's what I kind of expected it to make yeah, a stride yeah, yeah. clown. Yeah. And it didn't. It was really fighting. G-Stride really fights against the clown and the clown fights back, yeah. you know, which is, which is fantastic to see, you know. Uh, and again, I don't hate, I don't hate on projects. I like to be pleasantly surprised. Um, I may think that something might not work and I'm the first person to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, and, and I like being proven wrong, you know, because, you know, it, it's easy to go, yeah, I'm right, uh, I'm right. But it, what's even better is to be humbled and go, do you know what, I was wrong. And yeah, yeah <laughs> I was completely wrong on that one. Um, so yeah, but again, working with stuff that you want to work with, you know. Brilliant. Right, I won't bother asking you the five questions because you did it last time you were on. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. thank you for your time, buddy. Um, Dude, always a pleasure. Again. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Gary. You know this. Uh, happy to support uh, your your, pod, your podcast channel. Uh, I think you're doing a fantastic job, mate. Keep it going. Thanks, um, yeah, you're really knocking it out of the park, mate. Really knocking it out of the park. Cheers, buddy. Thank you.